My first guest of the program this morning is Column Keyes, uh, GEA correspondent with the Irish Independent. Column, uh, we're about halfway through the championship uh, in football. We're about two thirds the way through in hurling. Uh, first of all, I know that you're down in Watford at the launch of the All Ireland hurling series. It's been a magical hurling championship so far, hasn't it? I think it's probably Seamus been the best monster hurling championship there has been, and that's yeah. quite a statement because there's been a few certainly since the round robin and even before that with the knockout there's been a few gripping hurling championships but when you look back at Limerick alone the champions yeah. great champions of the last number of years beat Waterford by two points lose to Clare by one point yeah. draw with Tipperary Cork beat them by a point and one point wins them the Munster final, final. last yeah. Sunday so when you aggregate all those scores for five games they're at plus three <laughs> Right, it's okay. a phenomenal when you return. put it like that uh, you know yeah. what a tightrope that they have walked, walked across yeah. in this championship and even last year when you consider the finale to last year's championship for them too they they beat Kilkenny by two points in the All-Ireland final a brilliant battle Galway the same Galway were level with them at normal time it was only an added time that Limerick went three points ahead mm-hmm. the Munster final last year goes to extra time they win by three and they draw their last round-robin game in, in Ennis. So really, over nine games, they've been living on the edge the whole time. The team that pulverised everyone else in 2021 and 2020, the year before, the COVID years, shall we say, that team is gone and they're on the ropes, but they relish being on the ropes, Seamus. They really yeah, do. Yeah. It's a sign of great champions. It's a little bit like Dublin when Dublin got to play Kerry and Mayo. Yeah, Tight yeah. games, but you always feel... That they're going to do it. And it's you have to say the Leinster Championship has been very good. I mean, that was a gripping final last great Sunday. Great final, yeah, great Obviously, final. I was at the Wexford-Kilkenny game. Wexford, like Kilkenny, or like, sorry, like like Limerick, on the ropes, behind, coming down the home straight, their future hanging by a thread, and they come and beat Kilkenny, albeit a Kilkenny team that already qualified for a Leinster final. Do you think it's so open, uh, the, been great the destination? Been, yeah. It is, it's fantastically open at the moment. Yeah. Uh, you expect Limerick to win it but only only because they're champions only because yeah. they're champions there's certainly a vulnerability about them but it's a it's a great vulnerability too Clare are right there with them obviously Kilkenny you can never discount them they're right there too and I expect Parik Mannion was, has been down here speaking today uh, the guy that kicked the ball away yeah, that set yeah, up yeah, that goal yeah. but he's very positive that they can put this behind them and maybe Tipperary and, might be there as well yeah so a Tipperary Galway All-Ireland quarterfinal I mean Tipperary Galway always always bring the best out of them out of each other and you remember those three All-Ireland yes semi-finals they yeah. were fantastic and fantastic. that Joe Joe Canning winning score in 2017 they've always they've always produced drama in these All-Ireland series games so uh, it's it's one to look forward to provided it happens provide Tipperary go and beat Offaly we have to uh, factor that game in that's obviously this weekend this weekend to a hard a hard task for Offaly to pick up after the nature of their job yeah, done a yeah, final yeah. defeat to Carlo. Look, it's a, a fantastic hurling championship uh, and everybody would agree with that. Not so much the football championship so far. I don't think we're going to see any uh, real, uh, you know, crackers until it turns uh, to the knockout stages. Would you agree with that? I would. I think there's a bit of the, the, uh, the absence of jeopardy. You can see the reasons why... Uh, second and third teams would play off against each other. It is interesting that 
you're going down to the the last weekend the last of game, this, yeah. and you're actually questioning, well, could Loud turn turn the tables on Kerry? You're actually asking that question yes, because yes. Kerry are going so badly at the moment. I feel, yeah, and Loud are a sticky team. Yeah. I expect, I expect Kerry will win and win well. But you just don't know. It's so tough. now they're in with a shout. They've obviously got something to claw onto. Do you like this here. format? Not really, Seamus. I'm I not, don't I'm either. I'm not no. advocating it. I'm not advocating it. But what I am saying is that I can understand the reasons why they've gone this route. Obviously, the memory of dead rubbers involving Dublin and yeah. uh, Dublin and Tyrone up in Oma. Dublin and Roscommon as well. Yeah. Dublin and Roscommon yeah. too. And indeed, I think Cork and Roscommon have won right. down That's in Parky right. Rin. So all of these games... They're, uh, they're probably a bit of scarring and they want to do avoid that but obviously it's pushed it too far the other way with the lack of jeopardy I mean we, we have a situation where Kildare or Sligo could advance to the last 12 having lost their last or not failed to win should I say given their draw yeah. having failed to win their last four championship games there's just probably something not right about that I mean Roscommon could beat Kildare narrowly on Sunday by uh, little enough to put Kildare through on score difference That's against Sligo, right. who I assume will lose to Dublin. Uh, it's yeah. not a great way to be going forward to the last 12 when so many other teams are out of the championship by now. It's just not ideal. I do think we will see tweaks to the format and to the scheduling in terms of dates. Uh, if not next year, then the year after. I do think there will right. be change. Uh, I think the second and third place playoff could be could be removed as early as next year, and I think the All Ireland final will be probably pushed out into August by a week. Right. Okay, and I know that uh, I was talking to you about that before. Just briefly, then uh, I'll come back to you in the next two or three weeks. Uh, but who do you like in the football championship so far? Uh, as you say, Kerry not going great. Dublin a little bit unconvincing. Maybe Mayo or Galway. I very much so and the other team I really like and I thought they'd be a little bit more destabilised by the departure of their manager Rory Gallagher's Derry was right. at the game against Donegal last week they're a supremely athletic team you think there's an over-reliance on Shane McWigan does not actually their defenders Chris um, yeah. Gareth McKinless Conor McCluskey yeah. uh, Podrick McGrogan Conor Doherty these guys would be a little bit unheralded really are making life difficult for opposing defences and how they're running at them. So there's a lot to like of them. They have the best midfield, Conor Glass and Brendan Rodgers, the best pairing. I do think there's more in Dublin, Seamus, I have to say. Yeah, I don't think so, do I. The true, so do I. The true worth and the true value of Dublin right now. I'd have a concern for Kerry. Obviously, Galway are right there. Uh, Galway are right there. And they have some of the most talented forwards and they're really operating well. And mm. some of the players they've been able to bring in, Johnny McGrath, for instance, you think yes. Silk is going to be a huge loss for Galway and he is but Johnny McGrath is more than compensating there yeah, and you'd like the look of some of their other fringe players John Maher has done very well and Peter Cook has added something just added something small but you're ultimately you're going to depend on Damien Comer who's in really good form yeah. and Shane Walsh who I feel is yet yet to fire and you're yeah. looking at Matthew Tierney a, a very talented player yeah. to go and really take down a strong opposition and not just uh, you know he can do it against maybe would I call them more run-of-the-mill teams? Yeah, which you're yeah. wanting them to do it if you're Galway against the bigger teams. That's what you're really what you're really looking out for right now. I would think possibly Dublin, but I also think Galway, Galway and Derry are right on their shoulders. There's no doubt about it, James. This is the most yeah. open All Ireland football for many years. Yeah. There has been for many, many years. I, I'd hate to hazard when the last time it it was so open. Obviously, 2010. 
when Cork and Down reached the final, there was a lot of teams vying right. that year. Yeah, but you yeah. could nearly go back to the 90s, 98. Meath, Kerry, Kildare, Galway. Yeah, yeah, Galway yeah. came and won Galway came and won that final. But there was a lot of teams around that could have won that. Maybe it's back to that, possibly 2010. You know, it's a subjective mm. one, but it's certainly far more open than it has been at any stage, even last year. Interesting few weeks ahead. Colm, I know that you're busy there, but thank you very much for giving me the time today, and we'll talk to you on the circuit very soon. Thank you. Thank you, Seamus.